Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today's episode is inspired by a question I was asked last week in a webinar I was hosting because at the moment my online podcasting course, Pod School, is open for enrolment. So if you haven't already checked it out, head to podschool.com.au to find out the details and how you can sign up if you are ready to get your podcast out into people's ears. The question was around coming up with new ideas and whether if you have a new idea, you have to start a brand new podcast. The answer to the question is it depends what the idea is. And I understand why this can be a little tempting because we all know if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you checked out my website, you'll know that growing your audience is no simple process. It's not like you release your very first episode and then all of a sudden, bang, million listeners. You really have to work hard to get your show out in front of as many people as you can. That takes emails, social media, shouting from the rooftops, making sure that you promote your show everywhere that you possibly can. And it might have taken you a little while to build your audience, no matter what size that is. And when you're starting something brand new, it's easy to think, well... Do I really want to start from zero or will I just shove it in the ears of these people that have come to subscribe to my show? Now, there is a way that you can do that. And the way that you can do that is if the idea that you have is not fundamentally different from your original concept. So I'll give you an example of that. There was a show that came out a number of years ago, Atlanta Monster, and it was a true crime podcast centered around a serial killer in Atlanta. Now that show went really, really well, was very successful, hit the top of the charts, did really well in downloads. And while I wasn't working on the show myself, from what has happened subsequently, I am taking a guess that it was more successful than they might have assumed it was going to be. And they decided, well, we're not going to stop this train here. Let's get another season out. Now, what they've done with each season after that is that they've kind of rebranded the show to be Monster. And then with each different season... They follow the story of a different monster or serial killer. So they've done Atlanta Monster, Monster the Zodiac Killer, and Monster DC Sniper. So if you have wrapped up a show like they did with Atlanta Monster and they've told that story over a number of episodes in one season, it's not crazy to think that your audience would want another season focusing on another true crime story because that is what true crime listeners love. And rather than having them go to another podcast to find another compelling story, it made sense for that show to continually follow the stories of different crimes. So in that instance, you are absolutely giving your audience what they signed up to hear, what they want to hear and what they've subscribed to. And that is the thing you need to think about when you are saying to yourself, am I going to start up a new show or am I going to put my show into the existing feed? If you do this the right way, it's just going to feel to your audience like they get season after season of their favorite show. And that's what it should feel like. Like the content fits underneath the umbrella of your original concept, but then you can expand it out season by season, even if that's not what you intended to do when you started. I don't think that the Atlanta Monster people, and I'm speculating here, intended for this to be an ongoing show. But I think when you have such blistering success with your first podcast, it's always a good idea to think, geez, how could we actually turn this into a show that has multiple seasons, even if we intended it to just be one show that existed and we weren't going to do any subsequent seasons. So that's the way to think about doing it right. Does this feel like my show has multiple seasons in it or does it feel like I started a show and then 
I shoved another show that had nothing to do with it into that feed and that's what you want to try and avoid. Ideally, you don't want to be dropping a show into the feed of your podcast that feels fundamentally different to your original concept. You don't want to do that for a number of reasons. The first is people have subscribed to a show and that's what you need to give them. And while they love you and they've clearly enjoyed your show, they haven't asked for a brand new, entirely different concept. And it's likely if the idea is a lot different to your original concept, that it's going to appeal to an entirely different audience. So you're probably not going to want the people that are there in your feed to subscribe because they're not going to stick around. They're not going to be a very engaged audience. So while it's tempting to put that show into the existing feed, it's going to really piss off your existing subscribers, which you don't want to do because that's not a very good long-term strategy. It's also going to make your original concept hard to find because your show is going to be rebranded and have new logo and somebody coming to it new isn't going to realize, oh, that other show is hidden in the feed of this existing show. So it just makes it a lot harder to promote both of your shows or more than one show if you've got everything hiding in one feed. A show that actually did this was uh, one called Missing Richard Simmons, another show that went bunta when it was released all around the uh, reclusive exercise guru that is Richard Simmons. Now, that show, I can guarantee because of what they did later, uh, was a lot more successful than they assumed it was going to be. And they came out with a show after that that they put in the feed that was entirely different. It was called Surviving Y2K. It was about, you know, the year 2000 and Y2K and the impact of that. And that was so different to the story of Missing Richard Simmons. And as a listener, I got really confused because I went back in my feed to find Missing Richard Simmons. I couldn't find it. Then all of a sudden I'm thinking, what is this show I haven't ever heard of and I haven't ever subscribed to? Now, after the fact, they've actually separated that out into a new feed and they've got two separate shows, which I think was a very smart move because basically you're just shoveling content in front of people who haven't asked for it. And email marketing actually had this problem a while ago and it's why people have to confirm that they want to hear from you and that they do want you to send them marketing materials and things because it's a bit of a douche move to just shove content in people's faces because they're there, not because they've requested it. The other reason it's silly is because if people love your content and they've loved your show, then they will come across and subscribe. I know it would be way better if they were just automatically there, but you can put a promo episode in the feed of your existing podcast and say, hey, I've got a new podcast. You can find it by searching here and come across and check it out. And then you've got people who actually want to find the show and listen And they are going to be way more engaged, way more interested in your content. And if you're looking to monetize your show, you don't want a feed full of subscribers who aren't really interested in your content. Even if it is a smaller number, you want really active, engaged listeners who are like, yes, I want to be here and I've chosen to hear your show and I'm really excited when it drops in my feed. If you've got people who are sitting there going, hold on a minute. I didn't ask for this. Then you're going to get some negative reviews. You're going to get people who aren't engaged. And you're also going to get a lot of people who are pissed off. People want to feel like they've got some choice in listening to your content, like it was their decision. And if you take that away from them, it's an easy way to really make them a little bit underwhelmed by you as a content creator. I know it is a real punish to think about starting another feed from scratch and promoting it and getting an audience. And the temptation can be there and it makes a lot of 
of sense. But just make sure if you are going to be dropping different shows into the one feed, you think about it more like different seasons of the one podcast. If your idea doesn't fit under the umbrella of the original idea, it's going to need its own feed. That's going to be better for you if you want to promote your show. And it's also going to be better for your audience. And ultimately, that's who we're doing this stuff for. So make sure you don't make them angry. Thanks so much for listening. As I mentioned at the start, if you would like a little help with your podcast and you want to get it started immediately, then please head to podschool.com.au to check out my online podcasting course. You can find details of everything that's involved. There's over 10 hours of video stepping you through everything you need to know to get your show out in people's ears, but to also promote the crap out of it and turn it into a business as well. And if you're loving the show, why not leave it a little review in Apple Podcasts if you listen there. It is always lovely to hear your thoughts about the tips and hopefully you're finding them helpful and they're helping you to create a better, more high quality show. All right, I will see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 